welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we watch movies and we drink brews. That's right. We're back with some more quarantine edition where we're just uh, watching whatever we feel like at home. This week uh, has been a pretty fun week for movies. We've got two 80s John Carpenter films starring Kurt Russell to talk about. And yeah, this will be fun. Heck yeah. Sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, and let's uh, escape from New York. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Jordan, we've got two movies today. 15 minutes on the clock, right? Yeah, yes. Let me get that going. I keep forgetting to introduce... I think last time I forgot to introduce us, too. So today, call me Snake. Hey, I think I've heard of you, but I thought you were dead. <laughs> Daniel, what do you drink on your end this week? Uh, this week, I just have a Ninkasi, the Triceratops Double IPA. Oh, nice. So I've got, uh, we've had this before from uh, Cigar City Brewing. There. Oh, yeah. What do you call it? Ja Allah? Yeah, I have no I- idea IPA. how to say that. I don't know. IPA? It's a really good IPA, though, from Cigar City. Go find it on your store shelf. I like it. It's pretty tasty. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Well, you got anything for movie news this week, Daniel? Um, I did write down a couple things. Let me reach for my phone real quick. Did you see the 22nd Venom trailer? I actually did not see that, but... Oh, where is it? Oh, okay. Pretty sweet trailer. Nothing but a bunch of words and some music. Really? Okay, I thought I had more. Uh, I don't know where my note is. But okay, so the first trailer that I saw, though, was for that Tom Hardy Capone movie about Al Capone. Oh, I haven't seen that. I've been that dropped this week. Ah, because I've been wondering what happened to Tom Hardy. He's been kind of just MIA lately. Yeah, well, he's uh, all aged up. Looks like practical effects for him playing Al Capone. Sweet. Well, I look forward to watching that trailer. Yeah, and then also, like you said, Venom 2 trailer. and with Super, the... super teaser. <laughs> super, super teaser, but with the confirmed name of There Will Be Carnage. Which I'm like, yeah, Maximum Carnage. All right, Super yeah. Nintendo. Hopefully they have the same music. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, dude, that's pretty sweet. Um, next July, I think. Ah, uh, I think so. It's not coming out anytime soon. Dang, I swear I had more news, but I can't find my note. Yeah, no. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I know, super professional. Wow. Jeez, Daniel. I'm sorry. Oh, the only other thing... Uh, so I found another note. <laughs> but the only other thing I wrote down was that they're remaking Doogie, Doogie Howser for Disney+. Plus. Oh, uh, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Kind of like a girl meets world. Yeah, kind of like, yeah. There's going to be a girl doctor, 16-year-old doctor. I'm like, okay, well, I never watched the original Doogie Howser. Too young, but I know of it. I know that's where Neil Patrick Harris came from. Yep. So there's that. Oh, and I'm sorry. And the Saved by the Bell reboot trailer dropped, and it looks terrible. Wait, which one? 
the Saved by the Bell reboot trailer. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Man, I've been missing. It looks I'm terrible. Yeah, still. But isn't is Zach Morris, is it going to be the governor of California? I don't even remember seeing Zach Morris in the trailer. Oh, it was really? mostly Slater. Really? As like the PE teacher or something. What, what are they calling it? I want to see this. But it's an official trailer? Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, we're going to watch this real quick. Remember how much fun high school used to be? You believe that was like 30 years ago? These kids, they can be sheltered. They're so hot and popular. You're like Justin Bieber if he wasn't like 100 years old. And clueless. Bayside is 99% paperless, so getting your books is kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, it took forever. Time out. What did that blog fool just say to me? It may look like I'm a hot, happy guy. You're a gym teacher, and I saw you eating soup in your car. When I was in high school, I constantly used to fight with my best friend over a hot girl. I was actually your dad. Over your mom. Then I just found another girl that I really liked, and I started hooking up with her instead. Oh, wait, that was your mom. <laughs> oh, wait, that was your mom. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like uh... I, I, I thought it was supposed to be like all the original castmates back, and Zach Morris was the governor of California or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I, don't know. Know. You I think was sold they... on that. <laughs> I thought that's what they were gonna do. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea exactly how this is gonna shake out. The trailer does not look very promising, no. but you know, may I'll probably check out at least a couple episodes just to see. I'll stick with Zach Morris's trash. Oh, yeah. Those come out every week, and they're fucking great. Zach Morris's trash. Exactly. But yeah. All right. Well, all right. let's wrap it up with news here. Let's move on to some other things we saw this week. So this week, I've got one other thing I saw that was new that I'd never seen before. Anything on your end? Um, besides the movie of the week, um, I watched one of my... I watched one other movie... That's out of my like tried and true box. I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world with Gavin today or a couple days ago. Nice. You'd never seen it. We sat down and we just had a great time. He laughed his ass off. So I think that's a good sign. It's just such a weird, hilarious movie. (laughs) And it's one of my favorites. So overdue to watch that. I think it's on Netflix right now. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'll have to check it out again. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie in a couple of years now. But yeah, well, cool. So I saw a documentary streaming on oh, Amazon yeah. Prime right now. It's called Winning, the Paul Newman Racing Story. And I got to say, pretty awesome. It's done by Chassis Media, same uh, company that did 24-Hour War, Shelby American, and Uppity. And... It's awesome. Yeah, it came out. This one came out five years ago, so it's been out for a couple of years now. But it's available if anybody wants to stream it on Amazon Prime. And yeah, eighty-seven minutes goes down smooth. And yeah, it was just interesting. I mean, it wasn't until just a couple of years ago I had no idea that Paul Newman, the actor, did any racing at all. I had no clue. 
up until just like I think I was listening to like the Adam Carolla show a couple of years ago and he said something about it. Well, yeah. he was talking about he produced the doc, so he was talking about the doc. And I was like, I had no idea that Paul Newman used to race. Apparently, he didn't even get started till he was like 45 almost. In racing or acting? Racing. Oh, okay. yeah, he'd, no, he'd been acting for quite a while until then. I, uh, I don't know if he had any Oscars under his belt by that point. but So he was in a movie called Winning, which came out uh, somewhere in the like mid-60s, I think. And he had to you know, learn to drive a race car for that, and then he just got hooked and just wanted to keep doing racing. So yeah, awesome. it just kind of became his, his little side job. I mean... He was known all over as, you know, Paul Newman, the actor, but he loved to go racing. And I mean, he and he didn't just want to do it. He wanted to get good at it. So, yeah, I mean, they talk about a lot how we just focused on the racing and just got better and better and better. Yeah, there's great interviews in here. Like Robert Redford is in this. Uh, Jay oh, Leno, nice. um, Willie T. Ribs himself from Upp- Uppity. He's in this telling his sto- side of the story. Yeah, they even uh, talk about how when they were filming The Color of Money, he'd go out racing like practice and he took tom cruise with him and got tom cruise into racing for a couple i guess yeah tom i didn't know this either tom cruise had a small racing career for about two years oh nice just from there yeah and it was like in the late 80s and he decided you know from there was he got interested and that's why he wanted to do days of thunder but yeah so i thought that was kind of cool yeah that's awesome yeah i know all those trailers i mean 24-hour war shelby american and uh What's the other one? Uppity. Uppity. Yeah, I haven't watched Uppity yet, but those other ones, the same company, are all great. And we talk about them a lot on the show. They're definitely still worth a watch. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, 24 Hour War, Shelby, and Uppity are all on Netflix to stream. And if you got Amazon Prime, go check out the Paul Newman racing story called Winning. But yeah. yeah, definitely worth seeing. I mean, again, I think I speak for both of us. We're not car people necessarily we like cars we appreciate cars but we're not car people but these nope. hold hold our interest and they're good oh yeah no it's a super interesting story so yeah that was mine anything else on your end no pretty much just scott pilgrim and the two other movies we watched this week the only other thing that we watched that we'll mention is lego masters did its finale and it's star wars that's right yeah Oh man, I don't know. Should we give any spoilers if anybody hasn't seen it yet? Oh, uh, I guess that's probably true. Uh, yeah, no spoilers, but it's great. It was a great season. I love the I, show, and I'm back. I, I'll be back for season two uh, if they. I hope they do another it. season because this was so good. I hope I know, it stays so on fun. Hulu for a while. I want to go rewatch the whole thing again. It's just so good. But yeah, it was really fun watching all the last three teams build whatever they wanted to which i'm just like man anything you want where do i start i have no clue Oh, i know exactly they all found something and yeah it, it was just so much fun to watch that uh just as a general the whole series was just so much fun i enjoyed every episode everything just something new every time and it was just so much fun to watch you know the golden brick as you're you know in case you think you might get eliminated that kind of stuff was fun the twists throughout halfway through the episodes were fun. Will Arnett as the host was great. I mean, I just had a blast watching this. Oh, I know. Will Arnett was one of my favorite parts. I hope there's a season two and I will be there. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, anything else you got to mention? Uh, nope. That's all I got.
did uh, Gavin watch any of the uh, movies we're about to talk about with you? No, unfortunately, no one watched the movies we were watching this week oh, no? with me. Oh. I had to watch them all by my lonesome. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just need some uh, some personal time when you spend all the time with your roommates. that we get into it daniel and let's start with how about what's going order of release escape from new york which came out in 1981 so yeah we we're just trying to think of some more fun stuff we had some really fun stuff with some campy robert riggis films last year or last week last year <laughs> and we're like <laughs> yeah let's do let's go to the 80s and uh yeah john carpenter john carpenter was the first one to come to behind and yeah, those those two movies. I don't know. As soon as we were talking about them, I'm like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because I've yeah, I'd two always... movies. Go ahead. Two movies I've always been interested, especially uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Like it's a movie I've heard about for years, and I just I know what it is. I've just never seen it. Same here. Like, if anything, I remember the poster for it, but I've never seen it. Right. Exactly. I know it's a very icon. Like it's a very famous movie poster. All right, well, I'm going to start our 15-minute timer here. And, uh, okay. yeah, let's, let's talk some uh, Escape from New York. So, yeah, it came out in 1981, written and directed by John Carpenter. He even did the score as well. And I, I got to say, right at the beginning with the opening credits, I was drawn in by that 80s score right off the bat. Kind of had a little, like, reminded me of Terminator just a little bit. And I was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. And uh, I didn't know this till I saw something, but so you know how they... They got the words on the screen, and then uh, Gal starts narrating. That yeah. voice was Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, really? Yeah, that was her. I had no idea. Neither did I. That's I actually hilarious. went back. I went back and rewatched it briefly at the beginning, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is her. But yeah, what? So what do you think? So I'd only seen this movie once, probably 15, 16 years ago. So I'd forgotten quite a bit. Um, all I remembered from it was just kind of like just the grayscale of the movie, just like you know, kind of the look of it. I right. remember the I remember the Duke and his car. I mean, how are you gonna forget a Cadillac with chandeliers on it? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I had forgotten a lot. So it was, it was fun to go. It was almost like seeing it for the first time again. But what did you think, though? Somebody who had never seen this movie. Okay, so going to this movie, I was super excited because I'm like, okay, yeah, love campy, fun action movies, especially from the 80s. Um, so I was excited. I was most excited to see Big Trouble in Little China, but I was definitely still excited to watch um, Escape from New York because I've heard about it. Like, I've just never seen it. Watching it, like, I was into the score, but I was not into the movie. No? Like, I'm glad I started with Escape from New York because... I didn't really like this movie and I, I was maybe because I was super sure I was going to love it and I just ended up not really liking it. Kind of a huge letdown. And like as far as like me being really hopeful and then not actually like I was actually shocked that I wasn't really into the movie. <laughs> it wasn't as I guess quote unquote epic as I remember it being. Um, I mean everything is 
pretty to the point. It's a, you know, get in, get the president, get out story. Uh, but right. in, in some ways, I don't know. He's He gets dropped into New York City. Yes, he has a tracer to kind of follow. But at the same time, though, it just seems like he just, I mean, you're talking, you want to talk needle in a haystack. You're trying to find one person in the this whole city. I mean, in 24 right. hours or less than 24 hours. I mean, he lands on the top of the World Trade Center. Just trying to find one person in the, that building would be enough in for 24 hours. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, again, I you know, I hate tracer, to bring but... this comparison up, but every time when I was watching the movie, multiple times it came into my head. It reminded me of Suicide Squad. Just kind of how you're like, yeah, you have a vague mission, pretty straightforward, dropped into the city, and you were kind of just wandering around, interacting with things in the city mm-hmm. while heading to your objective. Yeah, I, I, w- I think of Suicide Squad watching this, but I, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty straightforward story. And I mean, it almost does seem a little too simple. I mean, he does get captured and, you know, not necessarily tortured, but he you know, gets thrown in that ring to fight that guy. Yeah. It, for the most part, though, it does seem pretty simple. I don't know. I For what we're going for, like 80s, campy, low budget action, I think it's fine. And I, I don't know. I had, I had fun watching it. I watched it a couple nights ago. I had, I had fun just sitting back and watching it. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how I'm at. I'm like it was just very okay in my book. Like it's not a I'm like I still like that type of style of movie, but it's just it was I thought I was going to really like it and the fact that I just didn't was kind of upsetting, which kind of knocked it back even farther. Yeah, like to me it's just okay. I still do I still did like some of the parts like I liked the brain and his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> thought they were funny. Um oh, I was going to say something that bugged me and kind of annoyed me the entire movie is everybody knows who snake Plissken is for some reason and we never they never tell us how everybody knows him right he's not necessarily he's not a war hero or anything he just uh was a bank robber yeah like well i mean he, i mean technically he was a war hero they said he gets like what two purple uh, hearts and then oh wait, and he was on like totally special right. forces and stuff but i'm like if you're on special forces then no one would know who you were because they usually right, keep right, that right, pretty right, under wraps. Right. So I don't understand, even with his mili- decorated military career, why all these people recognize him. They never tell us why and why all these people. Like, I don't know how many people are just like, oh, I recognize you. You're Snake Plissken. Okay, who the hell are you? <laughs> I thought you were dead. Yeah, exactly. And they never explain why people think he's dead, what, how everybody knows him. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. I, I gotta say, I do like Kurt Russell in the role. I I thought it was great. And I guess this is one of his first big roles after being in so many Disney movies throughout the 70s. Right. He was in a lot of like live-action, cheesy Disney movies. And right. this was kind of his breaking away from that. Uh, I do like him in the role quite a bit. Uh, I mean, it's got some fun. Isaac Hayes is the Duke, which I thought I remember the Duke having a lot bigger role, but I don't know, or being more menacing per se, but I don't know. I still I like know. Isaac. I, was... I like Isaac Hayes as the character, but yeah, I, for some reason, when I in memory, I had just ha- I remembered him being more menacing. Yeah, you don't even really see him till like the third act. For a while, I thought the like the skinny blonde haired dude was the Duke. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I'm like, all right, you see like the car with the chandeliers, and it kind of only focuses like on the side that has the 
the skinny like tweaker dude so i'm like is that him is that really the dude the duke (laughs) (laughs) doesn't that guy look like billy idol at first glance yeah i thought billy idol then he said something and i'm like is that billy idol (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny but yeah i I didn't look this up but uh, did you recognize the president at all the guy that plays the president you know i i knew he looked familiar i didn't look up who he was or what else he's been in so I'm watching it and I'm like, wait a minute. I had to confirm it, but I'm like, is that Blofeld? And I looked it up and sure enough it is. It's uh, the guy that plays Blofeld in the early Bond films with Sean Connery. Oh, uh, okay. Bald yeah, it's guy, been a while since I've seen any scar, Sean Connery Bonds. Scar so on his face, yeah. Him. Okay, yeah, I knew he looked familiar. I knew he sounded familiar. Yeah, uh, what was I going to say? I wrote only, I wrote down a couple more things about... I did like how he entered the city on that little like glider that they tugged behind like a plane before they like detached yeah that was kind of cool that was pretty cool so i I read up on this i got it right here so you know when he's going through the city and you he's looking at the screens and it's got the like computer imaging and stuff like that yeah so i found this interesting it said the wireframe computer graphics on the display screen in the glider were not computer generated as computers capable of 3D wireframe imaging were too expensive at the time. Uh, to generate the wireframe images, special effects designers built a model of the city, painted it black, attached bright white tape to the model buildings, and an orderly grid, and then move a camera through the model city. So, yeah, that was all. I totally thought that was just 80 CGI. Well, you know, that's actually still way, like, I mean... It goes with John Carpenter's wheelhouse. If he does a lot of practical effects, you know, there were tons of practical effects. There's definitely some CGI, like when the glider's like flying through, or at least I feel like that had to be like a, a mix of CGI and like practical effects because it didn't look horrible either. I was noticed that I'm like, this is 80 CGI and it's not looking horrible. <laughs> yeah, I think it was all practical effects, everything. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I totally, when he's looking at the screen, I thought the images on the screen were all just like CGI from like same guys that did Tron. <laughs> but yeah, right. no, that was all a camera moving through models and then, yeah, inserting, I guess, the green later to make it look like the outline. So I'm like, that was actually really good. That's creative. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do like that whole scene when he lands on the top of the roof and goes down. Um, I didn't know this, but you know, the gal he meets inside that restaurant? Yes. That she was around briefly. I guess that was Kurt Russell's wife at the time. Oh, really? And her that's kind of hilarious because her credit is just chalk girl. Yeah. I noticed that. I'm like, what the fuck is chalk girl? And then the chalk like diner, and then he walks in and there's the girl. I'm like, oh, that's who chalk girl is. Oh, like, it says, it says here girl and chalk full of nuts. That's what they call her. The girl and chalk full of nuts. Oh, really? Okay. All right. That's also what IMDb I, yeah. calls her. But yeah, um, trying to think uh, what else I got. I think some fun parts. I mean, I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, is this 80s campy cheese? Sure. I mean, just look at that fight between him and that big guy. I think that yeah, could have been that was cor- actually hilarious. I did write that as one of my favorite parts is them because <laughs> the round one was just bats. And then when they go to round two, they hand back the bats with nails and give them a shield. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was awesome. I yeah, that chore- was pretty great. Choreographed a little better. I guess when you're big and strong, you move super ass slow. I wish they would have like 
sped the frames up or something because yeah i don't know <laughs> i think that could have been a little bit more enjoyable fight but it was still pretty fun and how it just takes me out i, don't know. I know just whacked him right in the back of the head with the nails and everybody's like snake 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 the duke didn't like that one that's for sure no uh one of the other things i thought was hilarious is they make it seem like what they when he lands on top of the world trade center where he lands on top of and then he talks so they're like, okay, you're going to have to take the elevator down, but it's only going to take you to the 15th floor, and then you're going to have to walk the rest of the way. Well, they must be walking pretty fast because it takes them no time at all to get down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always think stuff like that is hilarious, especially yeah. when he has an arrow through his leg and he still makes it down all those steps pretty quickly. But so yeah. I always thought that was just kind of funny. Like, I'll be right behind you. Oh, hey, guys, what's up? 15 flights later, or however many. <laughs> it's just... Right. I always just think stuff like that's funny. Top of one of the t- tallest buildings in the, the time. I mean, what did you think of the whole concept? I mean, they turned Manhattan into a maximum security prison. That's really what brings me to the biggest letdown. Is like I love the concept. It was like this is the year like 1993. You know, we turned the entire city of Manhattan to a prison. Fifty foot walls erected. No laws inside the prison walls. Just prisoners are left to their own devices. And maybe it had to do with the budget, but I just thought we'd see just more stuff and just more chaos. It just seemed like a bunch of bums hanging out. I know you'd want it. I would have liked to see more of the infrastructure. Yeah, I thought that there'd be a lot more going on, like different gangs. I mean, you've got the one gang led by the Duke, but I thought there'd be just gangs galore everywhere. I mean, the only yeah, the I only still other, want, like I still I still wouldn't want to be in there. But at the right. same time, it, it didn't feel as dangerous as it could have felt. Right. You know, the only other, like, faction that you saw was the, like, the sewer people coming out at night. And that's yeah. it. There's Which the totally Duke, reminded... and then there's Which... the sewer people. Totally reminded me of the uh, Thriller music video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all, all the zombies coming out of the potholes or the manholes at night. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the couple of random people that were watching the theater production. Which that was funny, and I did like the um, cabby. He was good. Cabby. He was a fun character. So yeah, I mean, overall, I have fun watching this. I mean, I I could watch this again. Um, I do like the characters. Again, I wish there's just a more sense of danger. Like I want to be freaked out. Like holy hell, just get the president, get the hell out of here. I mean, right. We kind of had a little bit of that, but not like it could have been. I, again, it just seemed like a bunch of just homeless people hanging out. Right, no instead real. of like oh. trailers, murders, it doesn't feel like you're in like, yeah, you're right. It well, just right. the and danger of, factor well, didn't feel like you were actually in a lot of danger. And it, yeah, that robbed the convenience store, and I'm like they're not going to be thrown into some kind of maximum security prison like this for the rest of their life. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I know. Overall, like I this kind of disappointing because I love the concept and it just didn't hit it for me. The movie was just kind of like, well, simple plot not a bad thing it just wasn't intriguing or interesting watching like following the characters throughout the story for me yeah that's okay well i think we could wrap it up here for uh, escape from new york i mean i'm just gonna say overall i had fun i i really do enjoy kurt russell in this uh, role and actually it was his idea for snake to wear a patch on his eye nice it makes it more recognizable that's for sure yeah all right well um why don't we move along here we'll get into another john carpenter film starring kurt russell we'll talk some uh 
Big Trouble in Little China, which came out All right, five, five years later. So in between these movies, they went off and did the thing together as well. Yeah, which is my favorite John Carpenter movie that I've seen. Great horror movie, great practical effects, great acting from Kurt Russell. It's just awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, no, it's a fun one. Um, but yeah, so nineteen ninety or excuse me, nineteen eighty six, they did Big Trouble in Little China. So yeah, quick plot: a rough and tumbler trucker helps rescue his friend's fiance from an ancient sorcerer in a supernatural battle beneath Chinatown. So yeah, starring Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn. James Hong, Victor Wong, Kate Burton, and a whole bunch of others. Right. So I mean, this just starts us off with like, this is the type of camp. This is the type of movie that fucking gets me because I love this type of movie. Yeah. It's wacky. It's zany. It just moves from one thing to the other in like lightning fast pace. Because at first I was like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I started getting into it, though. Yeah, let's see. Like, it got me kind of right away. Like, I thought it was hilarious how he's talking over his like CB radio, and he runs into his friend, and then it just. But that's the thing; it just keeps going from boom, boom, boom. Like next shot, next shot, next scene, next interaction. Like, I just love stuff like that. Like, this is the type of camp that makes me fall in love. I thought this was the movie I was hoping it was going to be, and okay. I was not disappointed. I was had a blast watching it. Gavin did come in for a few minutes towards the end, and I'm he's like, I can already tell I should have watched this with you from the very beginning. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I Gavin, because he came in well, during like the big fight at the ending, like at the wedding, <laughs> and he loves like Hong Kong action movies. So this is kind of like, fu- this... like fun American action mixed with like John Carpenter's take on like Hong Kong action movies. And, and... and if there's something I I walked away thinking when, after seeing this, I'm like, man, I need to watch some more like kung fu movies. Yeah, that's the thing. I always kind of forget that I really enjoy those types of movies until like yeah, someone sits no, me, down and like, hey, watch too. this. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is just another weird type of camp that well, I absolutely it, love. Yeah, no, have you ever seen the original Drunken Master? I have not. Oh gosh, maybe we should. Maybe that should be something we cover. The original yeah, Jackie Chan like Drunken how we Master movie, and it kind of naturally progresses, and they're like, oh well, I've never seen that. Yeah, I would be down for like a full on like cheesy kung fu movie at this point right now oh awesome and yeah just get gavin drink beer while you're watching it and have a good time (laughs) but uh yeah so i'd never seen this before i didn't know what i was getting myself into i mean all i remember ever seeing of this movie you know i've heard about it for years i remember the poster with kurt russell on front and uh, kim cattrall but that was it that's all i really knew of the movie i didn't know the plot line or nothing what it was about but I, I gotta say, yeah, after the first act or so and things started moving, I was getting into it. I mean, it's cheesy as heck, but so much fun at the same time. And Kurt Russell is great in this movie. They give him some pretty good lines, too. Oh, yeah, no, he has a lot of, like, hilarious one-liners. Like, he didn't have as many memorable ones in, like, Escape from L.A. that I can remember. Or er, uh, Escape from New York, snake. I mean. Call me Snake. Although I think this movie knew exactly what it was trying to do. Like, what, J.C. Law, who's a lawyer? I just thought that was hilarious. That got me every time. Mm -hmm. And and all the interactions are just so weird. Like, they don't feel like a natural interaction whatsoever, which is exactly how, like, 
dubbed over kung fu movies feel like right you're just trying to like that's like because old kung fu movies like have let like they're trying to at that point in time you know they're moving your mouth their mouth so quickly because it's a whole different language that when people were people were dubbing them over in English, they're just like, and then and then you killed my father and 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 did this and that and that and that and did it. And so it's so like I think that it feels like a love letter to Kung Fu movies. Like it is ridiculous. It feels like it knows what it's doing though. Right. Which is what I I love self-aware movies like that. Hello? Yes. Oh, there. Okay. Disappeared on me for a second. Sorry, um, you were la- the audio was lagging, so I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> oh, I was, I was saying that Wang Chi, uh, for a little bit, I thought he might have been the same kid from uh, Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, the pizza delivery boy. Do but, you uh, know, I actually had the thought while we were while I was watching it, like towards the beginning, I'm like, for some reason, this really reminded me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the original movie. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, no. Like the bit. city had the same type of feel as that. If city does was, in the beginning yeah, if there's any movie i was thinking about it was at least the first two turtle movies i was thinking about those throughout watching this <laughs> which is kind of funny uh oh, yeah. did you did you recognize the guy that plays uh he played egg the guy that drove the uh, tour bus i know i've seen him from somewhere and i couldn't remember where so he's in a movie from well from my childhood, which you saw later on. Is it called... Three Ninjas? Yep. Oh my god, uh, yes. Grand, okay, I knew I remember. Grandfather. <laughs> yep. Awesome. That's hilarious. I'm trying to think of some favorite scenes I had in watching this movie. Overall, I liked the last act quite a bit. The first two acts are fine, but I really enjoyed... When they go to rescue the girls, I really enjoyed that act. And that's when we really get into the... Uh, kung fu cheese of things yeah, i mean i just love when, when it starts like the off. action and everything just explodes in that third act and i love it yeah i mean i love when it starts off too they're going down the fire pole and jack is like where does that lead and he's like down <laughs> <laughs> so funny no i did i did like him and his friends like witty little banter like they're back and forth and i like how they're all just like oh we what's going on Honestly, we don't know. He's like, I can take it. And we're like, we don't know what's happening. I mean, yeah, like from like one of my first like notable scenes uh, was that weird little fight inside the uh, inside the airport. When the guy just pulls out a knife and he's just like, what are you doing that for? Like, w- what's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying, yeah I'm trying to think of some funny moments of this, what, the sorcerer that's like, so what's he trying to he's trying to become flesh again so he's got to marry he's trying to like remove a an ancient curse essentially that he's had for a few thousand years and it's got to marry a girl with green eyes or something i don't know yeah and he finds yeah, two exactly of them. and it, like some i'm glad like when i was watching this i'm like i honestly have no idea why anything is happening like i'm like i kind of lost the plot like early on but i'm just like i'm just in it for the entertainment at this point right <laughs> Oh, but the, the scene after when they disrupt the wedding is just awesome. <laughs> I love. There's a funny part when uh, he fires the warning shots above his head, and then cement comes down and hits him in the head and knocks him to the ground. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, yeah. I love that type of good physical comedy. The monsters that just come out of nowhere in the third act, and I'm just like, what? 
Where, oh, like the, the, float, the, the floating head guy with all the eyeballs? Yeah. Yeah, the floating head guy with all the eyeballs. We have like some like weird like monkey, not monkey looking, but like this weird like I don't know what to describe. Like almost kind of remind me of like that uh, the big guy from the labyrinth. Yes. Yeah. Just like mixed with the tur- with the uh, Ninja Turtle Secret of the Ooze monster. Yes. Uh, what? Uh, shoot, I can't think of what their names are now. Taka Razor or something like that. Something. Like yes, that. he. That's who I was thinking of too. Was again, I I kept thinking of Ninja Turtles throughout this. <laughs> yeah, that, and then uh, the weird like worm monster that just like eats one of the guys when they're in like the the tunnels underground. And they're gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they got him. He threw some kind of like bomb thing at him, and then never yeah, saw him just again. Like, You're but... not going to come out of that hole anymore. And he's just like, "What's not? What was that? Just keep moving." <laughs> Just like yeah. they're essentially just like don't think about it too hard just keep going yeah just keep going keep going <laughs> oh man i mean it's, I, I, yeah. I did love uh oh this is this part cracking me up is uh they're they get confronted at the end by the lightning guy everybody else is dead they're getting confronted by the lightning guy and he's like show just too busy showing off his lightning skills and they're just like scaping up the hole as he's just shooting all the lightning around him like hey look at me i'm i got this cool ability hey, i can look shoot at lightning this. out of my hands oh now I, gone. crap they got away i know and then it looked like he actually like shot it at them and then he missed he still missed <laughs> so i'm like yeah. okay so what's the point of you just doing your thing <laughs> yeah no i loved that and i loved at the end where they climb through the hole then they just drop a buddha statue on him <laughs> yeah that was hilarious <laughs> Oh, the other thing I liked is when they're trying to like send uh, Kurt Russell undercover, they dress him up in like a tweed suit and he just acts like a total nerd. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um. Oh, when he when they give Kurt Russell his like iconic submachine gun that's on the poster, mm-hmm. he's trying to like shoot somebody. He's like, the safety's on. Then he accidentally just kills the guy. And he's like, first time you plug somebody. Of course not. Just and then they just keep going. It's like, huh? What? No, of course not. No. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite part was just the whole ending scene. It was just hilarious. It was just all the action. You've got uh, the, uh, I forget the character he goes up against, but you've got Wang Chi and this other guy just constantly like flipping in the air with swords and everything like that. That was amazing. Like the jump, 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 jump at each other, jump at each other. <laughs> That was pretty, yeah, it just cracked me up. Um, yeah. And then they have that, like, weird spirit battle where one of them is fighting with, like, a green avatar, the other one's fighting with a purple one, and you just see them strike. Oh, super yeah! Slow. Like, yeah. ching! Yeah. Ching! That was, like, yeah, kind of out of nowhere. Well, at this point, not really out of nowhere, but I was just like, wow, really? I know, it's just one of those <laughs> things, like, if the movie just kept being random but didn't ramp up into that third act... I, this movie, I think, would be completely like, just like, oh, I can't believe Kurt Russell did that movie. You yeah, know, like, why? If it weren't for the third act, uh, um, it definitely would have been a letdown. But the third act just made everything great. <laughs> yeah, it really just brought everything like, yeah, this is this just blew up and in the best way possible, in the most ridiculous way possible. You know what I want to see now that I've never seen before that came out after this movie? Another Carpenter movie called They Live. I have never seen that. I know, I gotta see that too. 
don't that's streaming anywhere. Yeah, I kind of want to check that one out now. It played at a theater early this year, and I just didn't get to it that week that it played. Otherwise, I was, yeah, totally ready to go see that in theaters. I know. I got to see They Live, and then I also have to see Prince of Darkness, which was a movie that he did as well. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, as far as this movie goes, though, I, I'll say I just had a lot of fun. A little bit slow start, kind of, but the ending was just, I thought, great. Great action, great humor all throughout, and I love the main the main characters. I thought it were great. The main actors, Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, um, Dennis Dunn that played Wang, all great. Yeah. And it was fun seeing um, the guy Egg. It was fun seeing the you know the played Grandpa on the Three Ninjas. Fun seeing him and something else. Yeah, no, I I had a great time start to finish. I was in from the beginning and then just kept ramping up into the most ridiculous thing I'd seen in a really long time. Yeah, so I'm I had a great to, time. I'm glad really to finally take, take this one off the list too. Yeah, I think this is on AFI, right? Uh, I don't. Is it? I don't. I think feel so. like one of them is. Like Escape from New York or like... Now you got me curious. Oh, I thought I had my list. Hmm, list. 100 years, 100 movies. Let's see. Butch Cassidy? No. Oh, wait. I thought I saw it. Oops. I don't know. I uh. can't... I don't see it. Okay, maybe I was. I thought this one was on. Or maybe I'm thinking of Chinatown. Which you could be, because that one is on it. Yeah, I know that one's on it. Maybe I'm thinking of that. Oh, well. Still a great movie in my book. Oh, yeah. I think as far as Escape from New York and Big Trouble in Little China, that kind of concludes it. Our thoughts on it. Um, yeah, uh, it was. I had to rent. Um, Big trouble, but yeah, Escape from New York is streaming on Amazon Prime at the moment. So yeah, if you're just locked up in quarantine, I would say check it out if you're just looking for some good fun. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, any last thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, like I said, Big Trouble in Little China, a winner for me. Lo- or <laughs> Lost in New York. Escape from New York, not so much a winner for me. But, you know, still an okay movie <laughs> overall. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Daniel, where can they find us? They can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought of. Think of John Carpenter movies. What's your favorite John Carpenter movie, or what's your favorite Kurt Russell movie? Let us know. Let us know, yeah. I gotta say, yeah, I love Kurt Russell. Uh, I feel like he's just had a really good career for the most part. I mean, even you know, in Hateful Eight, he was still just awesome in it. Dude, he's consistently worked since he like started acting, pretty much. Yeah, it said uh, one of his favorite movies that is movies that he's done was um, Escape from New York. Now I'm not sure if that changed because I've also heard him say that Bone Tomahawk was one of the most fun experiences he's ever had filming a movie. So yeah, I'm not sure how how long ago he made the New Escape from New York statement, but uh, yeah, that might be something we have to check out sometime. It was Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, I, I know. Yet, I've, I've always heard of that one, it. but I've never seen it. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for uh, downloading the podcast. If you like the show, share it with friends. It definitely helps the show grow. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review. 
just because. And yeah, we're excited to bring you more stuff here. I think next week we'll be coming at you with a brand new Netflix film starring Chris Hemsworth. Extraction. Well, Daniel, on that note, cheers. Cheers. I like you. Yes, I do.